Hello, friends, and welcome to Sleep Tight Stories. This is a story about a chef who makes the most delicious dumplings. People come from all over to eat them. Kings and queens would travel from their homes to his small shop by the Yellow River to taste his dumplings. But one day, there's a problem. The cabbage has rebelled. How is Chef Shan going to be able to continue making his delicious dumplings? Chef Shan and the Cabbage Rebellion Once upon a time, in an ancient, magical world far away in the east, there lived a chef who made the most delicious dumplings the world had ever known. Such was his renown that even the richest kings and queens from the farthest dynasties of the world would travel to his small shop by the Yellow River to taste his cabbage-filled delicacies. But then, one day, disaster struck. The cabbage had rebelled. When he realized that he could no longer make dumplings for his customers, the chef was distraught. He knew his regular customers would be greatly disappointed at the absence of their favorite lunch. But it was the kings and queens that most worried him, for they might react harshly that their favorite delicacy was no longer available. Chef Shan came from humble origins, growing up in a remote mountain village without all the conveniences of the city he now lived in. His mother and father owned a small farm, and though it was common for the son of a family such as theirs to stay behind and work in the fields like his parents, they insisted that he leave and find his fortune elsewhere. Chef Shan did well in school, but from a very young age he would, after working in the fields, come back and help make dishes in the kitchen for dinner. He had a talent for making delicious food from the most common ingredients. When he came of age, his father and mother practically shoved him out the door. He could still hear his father's voice telling him to share his talent with the world. It was a long journey to the city, and he had little in the way of money. But Chef Shan started with a small cart, selling steamed buns. And little by little, over a period of years, he had enough success to open the small noodle shop where he now sells his dumplings, based on a secret recipe that has given him such success. If he didn't do something, how could he continue to help support his father and mother at home? How could he continue to feed his neighbors such delicious food? And how would the rulers react without his delicacies? Despite his desire to do something, he felt he was just a common man and did not know if he could address whatever grievances the cabbages may have. 
Chef Shan was not the only one worried about the loss of his delicacies. He was correct in worrying about how the rulers might react. Not far away, in the largest city of the province, lived a great queen and head of one of the most influential dynasties this part of the world had known. She was not in a good mood. Upon hearing that there would be no more dumplings, this great queen became incensed. If she could no longer eat these delicacies, she would not be happy. And if she was not happy, then how could she rule? If she could not rule, then her kingdom would crumble and the life she had grown up into would no longer exist. Unlike the chef, Queen Zi grew up with everything her heart desired. She had all the latest toys, many gold plates, diapers made of the finest silk, and a mother and father far too busy with the affairs of the kingdom to spend time worrying about her. She was groomed to be the leader of the kingdom from the time she was two, and though she loved art, was forced to study topics related to the future running of the kingdom. In a fit of anger, she ordered the guards to go and speak to the chef to see if he was responsible and to quell the revolt by the cabbage. Luckily, the queen's most trusted advisor, a young man named Tian, suggested that she pause for a moment. One cannot think clearly when we let our anger rule our actions, he said. Change often comes for a reason. Perhaps we should first go and talk to the chef and cabbage, because through conversation, we can learn a great deal. Queen Zi and Tian grew up together. He came from a family of artists and was one of Zi's only true friends. And because she trusted him so much, she listened and agreed, but with a warning that if he didn't find a solution, that her court might force her to send in the guards. There is nothing more dangerous than a hungry court, she said. So Tian left the comfort of the imperial palace and set out alone towards Chef Shan's small restaurant by the Yellow River. In going there, Tian hoped to convince the chef to find a solution so as to avoid a Julienne-like disaster. Tian walked all day along the road that wove through rich green fields of rice, through smaller towns and tall forests, until he finally arrived at the banks of the Yellow River and the town where Chef Shan's dumplings were made. Arriving at the restaurant, he knocked. Opening the door to the restaurant, Chef Shan said, I'm sorry, noble sir, but my restaurant is closed as we have sold out of dumplings. That I know. I am Tian, and I have been sent by the great Queen Zi 
to help solve this dumpling disaster. Upon realizing who was at his door, Chef Shan became nervous and said, I can assure you I have had nothing to do with this matter. And being a common man, what could I possibly do to help? May I come in and trouble you for some tea? It's been a long day, and I think we have something to talk about. Yes, of course, pardon my manners. I'm accustomed to many people coming from the Imperial Palace to eat my dumplings, but under the circumstances, I am a bit nervous. Sitting down, Tian said, understandably so. The Imperial Court is not accustomed to doing without what makes them happy, so a solution must be quickly found. Pouring some tea for first Tian and then himself, Shan sat down and said, But what can I do? I am but a chef and only one person. After sipping his tea, Tian said, Solutions to great problems often come from people like yourself. All you need to do is try. What do you suggest I do? Finishing his tea, Tian replied, We must go now and talk to the cabbage, understand why this has happened, and try to find a solution. Now? But it's already getting late. We should not delay. They respect you, and I would guess they appreciate you elevating cabbage from a simple side dish to a juicy delicacy. You are the perfect person to listen to them. Afterwards, I will rush back to the Imperial Palace to relay, hopefully, what will be good news. Chef Shan and Tian then left the restaurant and walked through the town to the cabbage farms outside town. By the time they arrived, the sun was starting to set and the farmers had gone home for the day. Walking up to the largest head of cabbage, Tian said, Hello, my name is Tian and I come from the Imperial Palace in the city. The head cabbage replied huffily, well, it's not very often we see someone from the Imperial Palace out in the fields getting their shoes dirty. And hello, Chef Shan. I'm afraid we haven't seen you come here for a visit for some time. Yes, that is true. I have been so busy meeting the demands for my dumplings that I haven't had the time to come out and visit, Chef Shan said. Chef Shan then looked around and noticed that the fields seemed drier than normal. Today, I am but a humble servant to Chef Shan. We have come to understand why you have revolted, which, as I am sure you are aware, has also resulted in Chef Shan not being able to produce dumplings. For the court, Head Cabbage interrupted. Your soil seems drier than it has been in the past. What has happened? Chef Shan said quietly. Sighing, the head cabbage replied. Oh, you need to come more often for a visit, Chef Shan. We appreciate all that you have done, but the conditions here are not what they were. 
Can you tell me what has happened? Chef Shan asked. As the popularity of your dumplings has grown, so has the demand for more cabbage. The farmers are not able to meet these demands without creating hardship. We need more fresh water and more time to grow, but they are so busy they cannot accommodate our needs. Instead of a shorter harvest, we should have more space to accommodate even greater amounts of cabbage. The farmers were very fearful of taking the action required to make change. So that is why we did what we did. I had no idea, Chef Shan said. We must do something, Tien. I can advise the queen to seed the farmers more land in order to give more space for cabbage so that more can be grown more slowly. I will work with the farmers to ensure that they can give you fresher water. I will come here myself in the mornings to help, Chef Shan said, and my plans to expand the amount of dumplings I wanted to make will be put on hold until I know that these conditions are being met. We would like to see you here more often, Chef Shan, Head Cabbage said. You will. To be honest, while I love making dumplings, I miss the time I had when I was young, working in the fields with my family. Getting back in touch with the land can only help me make even better tasting dumplings and to better appreciate all the plants that help make my food taste so great. After they chatted a while longer and agreed upon all that they discussed, Tien and Chef Shan left the fields and headed back to the restaurant. I will go immediately and tell the queen the good news. I am certain that she will immediately seed more land for cabbage. The prospect of even tastier dumplings will be too tempting for her and especially the imperial court, Tien said. Shan would later hire a helper in the kitchen so that he could spend more time in the fields, helping to grow the sweetest tasting cabbage the kingdom had ever had. His dumplings would continue to be a favorite of the court and would often be used as gifts for foreign rulers settling differences between rulers across the world. This would eventually be called Dumpling Diplomacy. And that's the end of our story. Good night. Sleep tight. <laughs>